0: First World Cup, and
1: one fun fact you didn't know about Mitchell Duke, or you may know about Mitchell Duke, he's one of nine in his family, he has seven older siblings, and nine of his family will be here at the World Cup, so I'll open the floor to uh, to you to ask Mitch questions. Asking for the establishment of a migrant resource centre, and one was for the decriminalisation of um, same-sex relationships. Um, and you talked in the video about establishing a legacy. Um, so I just wonder what what would be a success for you here. I know there's only so much you can do, and it's a very nuanced situation. But what would be a success for
2: you? Look, to be honest, uh, I think uh, we timed things well with what we said. Uh, we've done that purposely before we all came into camp. Uh, Because our main priority now, once we've turned up, is just focusing on the football side of things. So what we said in that video was covered, what should be heard, um, and now we're just here to focus on the football, to be honest. Um, And that's not really spoken about now. uh, We've got a certain job at hand here at the World Cup to represent Australia and do our job. So that's basically our main priority now, to be honest. No, I think, like I said, everything's been said in the video.
1: Hello, Mitchell. Um, Nine, who paid for them?
2: (laughs) Comes out of my pocket, mate. It hurt a little bit, to be fair, but, you know, it's a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, especially for myself, being uh, my only World Cup. I missed the last couple that I could have been available for, um, you know, but now I'm getting older. um, This is my first and last chance, I think, to play the World Cup, so the more family members I can uh, have represent me is uh, very special.
1: Who's the most excited out of the nine?
2: Ah uh, hard one. I, I'd say either my mum or my six-year-old son. G'day Mitch.
1: Um, obviously up front's probably one of the most competitive um, spots for positions at this World Cup. Just wondering how you feel about uh, your place in the in the rankings at the moment. A lot of people probably say you have the inside running and a good chance of starting against France. So how are you feeling about your your chances?
2: Yeah, I think obviously everyone wants to put their hand up to play Uh, in that starting 11, and for me, I think I've got a good enough chance as anyone. Um, I'll just keep trying to prove myself in training every day to try and get that spot against France, and um, I think we've all got different attributes and different offerings to the team, so hopefully if I get my chance, I'll make sure I make it and uh, help the country and and do them proud. Uh, Just kind of following on from that about the competition, do do you feel... I mean, I know you've only kind of had very little kick around since you've since you've arrived. But do you kind of feel the um, that the, the new boys coming in has shaken up the 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 attack a little bit? Do you feel like that's that that could be something that will will play out on the field? Yeah, I think um, the good thing about the other fresh faces, I guess you could say, is they bring different attributes as well. So you know, they, we all bring different strengths and weaknesses, I guess. Um, so depending on what the coach. Uh, wants to decide playing against France and the other teams. Um, he has great options available for himself, and uh, it definitely brings a different mix of competition, which is exciting. Um, you know, especially like Cummings and Quall, you know, who only just got dragged into the last camp before this World Cup. Um, you know, they're exciting prospects, and uh, excited to work with them more and see what they can bring to the Australian national team. You, um, you've mentioned France there. I mean, you've, you've only <laughs> you've only been in the country for. What, what feels like a matter of hours, but um, the, the, the game really is, is, is only a couple of days away. Have you let your, the, you know, the tactical side of things come, come out? Have you started thinking about the, the French game yet? Uh, not completely. I was one of the first arrivals, to be honest, because my season finished just a bit uh, at the end of October. So I was one of the first ones just getting top-up condition-wise. Um, you know, all the boys are, should be here by the end of tonight. So I feel like once all those boys turn up tonight, we'll start to be a bit more real with preparations and tactically, and start the conversations about building up to that France match. Over here,
0: hey Juki. Hey, go, hey. Uh, What what's Graham Arnold's messaging to the players at the moment? Um, he's obviously pretty bullish about what we can do or Australia can do. He's spoken about 11 boxing kangaroos against France. Do you expect? You know, you guys are going to have to ma- make that sort of approach and, and be really physical and aggressive and in their faces to to have any chance of a result?
2: I think that's definitely been one of the main topics is our physicality, um, running them into the ground and not backing down. Um, He hasn't had the chance to really bring us all together yet and and really get a clear message across, as like I said, all the boys should be here by the end of tonight. So once all the boys are here, I think tomorrow you'll have a certain meeting and and get certain points across and then we start uh, preparing for France.
0: What what gives you um, belief that you guys can beat the reigning world champions. Like, obviously, on paper, you know, people look at the game and think France should be winning easily. What's What's running through your mind and your heart that gives you hope that, that this can be done?
2: Well, I'm a true blue Aussie. I feel like the Aussie mentality is that not not back down mentality. We can beat anyone on our day. Um, not to be scared. Doesn't matter who they are. There, there are 11 players against 11 players. Um, you know, and that's the mentality I think we've got to have. Not get starstruck. I know that you obviously know some of the names in that France national team, but the end of the day, they're human. It's eleven v eleven, and you know that Aussie mentality, that Aussie spirit. If if we can come on our day, I reckon we can do a, do a job.
1: Um, have you set yourself any sort of realistic limit of of, of how far you you want to go? I mean, are you looking sort of group stage first, and then further than that.
2: I think going by history, I think uh, obviously we want to get out of our group phase and and take it game by game. To be honest. Um, and I think we just focus on ourselves, uh, performance by performance, and uh, you know, have performances that we don't regret. We give everything on the pitch, and you know, that's all we can do. And I think that should be enough for us to to be really proud by the end of that group stage.
1: The the World Cups that you can remember, um, where were you for the last few? Like you you just joined the Mariners for 2010, I think, and. And 14 and 18, the ones that you you might have been in contention for?
2: Yeah. uh, The 2014 one, I was still at Mariners. um, And then I headed off to Japan. And I was actually in a couple of those games leading up to the 2014 World Cup. And unfortunately, I think I was in the extended squad, didn't make the cut. And then 2018, I was playing in the J League um, and didn't make the cut, unfortunately, as well. So that's where I was watching them. um, And obviously gave me aspirations to really give give my all, to be fair, after this, especially the 2018 one, I was like, I've got one more chance uh, for me personally. And that was my motivation afterwards. And, you know, speaking to some of the boys that have been to one or two before me now, they said there's no experience like it. And I'd definitely, I'm definitely very happy and privileged that I get my chance now.
1: Just a word on the facilities and the setup here, mate. Obviously, you've only had a short amount of time, but anything that sort of struck you in particular about, about the facility and your base?
2: Mate, unbelievable, to be fair. Just with the finer details, even like all our names on the pillars, walking through the corridors and all the stickers, the, wall, the wallpaper, and everything, literally in every single room, there's everything Australia about it, and it makes you feel you're at home. Uh, it gives you a good sense of pride. Um, and it's just good motivation. You just see all the boys and all of our successes, you know, team huddles, pictures on the walls at our dinner, um, you know, social rooms, medical room, there's literally stickers and things everywhere of all the boys, you know, and some of the things that we've achieved all together. And I think that helps just remind us every day, I guess, you know, what we've done, how far we've come, and how much of a privilege it is to be here.
1: I understand Timmy Cahill had a run around with you yesterday. Can you give us a, a word on how he we went? How many
2: goals? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he's, he's awesome to be able to actually work with. You know, greatest goal scorer for Australia national team. Um, yeah, for me, being a striker myself, he's given me some great pointers and, and helping me prepare. You know, To get that kind of one-on-one time with such a legend um, is priceless. And uh, I'm definitely soaking it all in and, and trying to learn as much as I can in this short period of time. Because if it benefits me, it benefits the national team.
1: In terms of that relationship, how does that work? Do you do you go to him uh, for advice, or is he sort of uh, a natural leader in that way?
2: Yeah, I think he's a very much a natural leader. Um, he gives advice. He just, it just spills out of his mouth. I don't think he, he can help it. Um, <laughs> he, he, he just loves it. Uh, he loves the game. Um, he's obviously a very proud Aussie himself. Um, you know, And he's still fit enough to, to kick about as well, which is awesome.
0: Mitch, um, I'm sure you keep a close eye on the Central Coast Mariners as the next player. Um, And you mentioned Garang Quol earlier. Uh, The guy's been in unbelievable form um, off the bench, changing pretty much every game he's been introduced in. Have you seen sort of some of what he's done recently? And and judging by what you've seen from him on the track and just what you know from him in the previous camp as well, do you think there's a chance he could actually have a a real impact on, on this World Cup?
2: Oh, man, absolutely. He's that X-factor. He's an excitement machine. Um, I obviously have a soft spot for Mariners, so I, I do watch their games. And to see some of the stuff he's doing at the moment at such a young age, you know, consistently, off. The, I know he's not started a game, but he's consistently doing his performances off the bench. And that's all you can ask of him when he plays, he does a job. Um, you know, for, so for us, you know, against the teams that we're playing against, to have that X-factor, I think is a huge plus for us. And he can definitely flip a game on his head. You know, you see some of the Mariners games where they're 2-0 down, he's coming on, equalising the game with two goals or two assists, or he's creating something, and you know, that's going to be massive for us, especially in such a big tournament.